Well, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Dear Dumb Bitch. It's Valentine's Day, which seems like an appropriate time to discuss the most important relationship there is, which is the relationship you have with yourself. We are discussing self-love today and, more significantly, unconditional self-love. I'm also sharing some ways to develop the relationship you have with yourself so that you can be the love of your life. But first, I have something super exciting to tell you. Wouldn't it be nice to stop settling and start living your vision board life? I spent most of my life settling in unhealthy relationships, unfulfilling careers, having massive anxiety, and never feeling good enough, to name a few ways. But I am now living my actual vision board life, and I promise you that it is way more enjoyable. I am sharing the exact framework I used to go from settling in every aspect of my life to actually living my vision board life in Bali in a free virtual masterclass on Wednesday, February 22nd. There will be a replay available if you are not able to attend live, and I promise you that you do not want to miss this. We will also be doing a live EFT tapping session, which is a powerful practice that will instantly help you feel more confident. I'll put the link in the show notes so that way you can sign up today. Okay, let's move on to today's episode. Hello, I'm Kel, founder of How I Cured My Resting Bitch Face and host of Dear Dumb Bitch. Life gives us all kinds of lessons, and I spent most of my life avoiding and ignoring them until I realized the dream life I thought I was living was actually a nightmare. So I returned my Porsche, left sunny South Florida, and moved across the country to restart my life in the rainy city of Seattle. I decided it was time to start paying attention to my life and actually use these lessons as opportunities for personal growth so I could stop having to face my reality and could start creating my reality. I'm oversharing the lessons I've learned from my past and my everyday life experiences with you here on my podcast, Dear Dumb Bitch, because we all have an inner dumb bitch that could use some perspective shifts and inspiration. excited to be here with you for another episode and legit I am so excited to be here with you because this episode almost did not happen. I am actually recording this episode on a Tuesday which is typically the day that I release new episodes and by typically I mean I have never once missed a Tuesday since starting the podcast and I'm actually recording it today and will release it immediately after. And I am in Bali, which means I live ahead of ahead of time because time zones are weird as fuck. So it'll be released right on time in the US. But 
I'm still figuring out my podcast recording schedule here in Bali. Back in Washington, I was recording it on Saturday mornings. That was like my dedicated podcast recording time and I fucking loved it. Like I looked forward to that time and for some reason, Saturday mornings have not been working out here. This past Saturday morning, I slept in a little bit because I wasn't feeling well and then I was going to record it yesterday actually which was Monday and I was very unwell yesterday like I was actually sick as fuck I could not get out of bed I even had a doctor come and do like an IV treatment so that way I could get some hydration and nutrients and he gave me some medicine and I am feeling better today which is why I am recording this episode because I actually wouldn't record the episode if I was not feeling well, although a past version of myself would have for sure. She would have been like, fuck that. It doesn't matter if you don't feel good, bitch. Like, you're doing this, but (laughs) I've reached a different place in my life, and I honor myself and how I feel most of the time, (laughs) and I definitely took yesterday to just rest and recover, and I will definitely be taking it easy today, but I am still up for having this conversation with you. So let's catch up because this past week has been a lot. It's been a lot of things. I went to this kundalini activation process, which I mentioned on my Instagram story. If we are not friends on Instagram, we should be because I share a lot of my stories there and it's a really fun way to connect. So I went to this kundalini activation process and I'm still processing it. It's weird as fuck. So I discovered it randomly. When I first arrived in Bali, I was having lunch at this cafe and it was actually this cafe that I was like following on Instagram for a long time and I was super excited to to try it out and it was quite delicious. But it was pretty busy that day and this girl randomly asked if she could sit at my table because there were legit no other tables and I was like sure of course so we ended up having a conversation and she's been to Bali like multiple times and was there specifically um, to go to this retreat so she's from Australia and was in Bali for a retreat and it was this kundalini activation process retreat and she was telling me about it and I was just super super intrigued and I saw that the lady who facilitates it was um, hosting sessions in Changu which is where I'm staying so I'm like oh perfect let me try it so last Wednesday I went and tried it and I don't even know how to explain it. It's almost like a spiritual exorcism. (laughs) That sounds like extreme, but it was very, very intense. So this lady facilitates it and she's like this divine being, like this ethereal soul from another universe in a human form. And she starts off by explaining what it is which even after hearing the explanation i'm still like i don't even know what the fuck it is but she explained everything and what to expect and then she did a demonstration with this girl who has done sessions with her previously so this girl lays down and the facilitator basically just stands over her and is doing like these um like arm movements and like mudras and like touching different parts of her body and this chick's body just starts like moving and spasming and she's having like a major experience 
and it was really really intense to watch but i'm like oh okay i'm here like let me just keep an open mind and the way she described it is she basically acts as like a tuning fork to allow us to have this energy transmission and this energy helps activate our kundalini energy because we all have what's called kundalini energy which is like this untapped energy reserve inside of us and when you activate it you just reach deeper levels of awareness of consciousness of presence and deeper levels of yourself so this is a process to activate that like she kind of explained it as um like if you think of like a christmas tree and how uh, you can see like the outline of the tree but when you access this energy then the inside of the tree starts to actually light up and that just represents like utilizing more of this energy that we have within us and that's basically like what it does so there are other ways to access this energy like breath work is another practice to really just kind of access this inner energy and deeper levels of consciousness within yourself but practices like breath work are active and more of the masculine way to access this energy and this kundalini activation process is more of a feminine practice to actually receive this energy so i've mentioned masculine and feminine energetics before i'll probably do a podcast episode on it in the future to go into more detail but this process is really a practice of surrender and really just allowing yourself to receive the energetic transmissions so i'm like okay let's do this it's way out there but i'm here for it so you lay down and that's it really like you just lay lay down and focus on your body and really just drop into your body and feeling your body which means you're not thinking because if you're in your head then you're thinking and that's not feeling so there's music playing and she's walking around and then i mean my eyes were closed so i couldn't really see her or see what she was doing but at first i didn't really feel anything and nothing was really happening but i could hear things happening for other people like you could hear people moving and making sounds and at first it was challenging to kind of like not think about it and like judge the experience um but i just kept coming back to feeling my body and just noticing what was happening and not like thinking about what was happening and then i actually started to feel like some sensations within my body and I actually did have some like involuntary movements, right? Like I wasn't thinking about like moving my hands, but my hands were moving and I was having like spasms in like my stomach. I actually felt a lot in like my solar plexus area and I just, I don't even know how to explain it. Like I thought I was going to be sore afterwards because I was having so much like muscle spasms and contractions and my hands were moving and at one point she came over and like, I could feel her hands like above my feet and my legs like rose up in the air like it sounds weird as fuck like it's way out there I don't even know what happened or why it happened but I just felt 
so much energy within me. Like, it was insane. Like, I'd say out of this world, but it wasn't. It was out of this universe. And (laughs) afterwards, I was like, whoa. We (laughs) went around in a circle to kind of, like, share the experience. And most people were like, I don't know what just happened. Like, I don't have words for it. And when it was my turn, I'm like, am I going to be able to talk? Like, do I remember how to be a human? Because it was just that, like, extreme and out there. It wasn't, like, scary or anything like that. It was just a really unique experience. And she mentioned afterwards that, first of all, we need to, like, be uh, cautious with our energy because we're, like, basically an open channel at this point. And she did mention as well that there could be some, like, dramatic shifts like some people have changes with their eating or sleep or different habits and patterns and addictions and things like that so afterwards I was just like I just felt very like surreal and even the next day like the next morning I was laying in bed and I could still feel my body like vibrating and I think I actually became a vegetarian <laughs> it's the weirdest thing like ever since that experience I have not wanted to eat meat like if you had asked me like three and a half weeks ago what my favorite food was I would have said steak filet rare as fuck like yum now the thought of eating meat just feels repulsive to me I don't really understand Um, if this is like a permanent thing or if I'm just like a vegetarian now, but I'm still kind of figuring that out. So that was the Kundalini activation process. I also did a yoga and beach cleanup session, which was really fun. There's this community group here that does like monthly beach cleanups. So I got to do that and met some really great people. I actually went with a friend that I met at a breathwork and cacao ceremony so that was nice to spend time with her and get to know her a little bit more and then we did the beach cleanup and then I also met some people there that have this beach community group and they do morning workouts which I went to and that was really fun because it's all of my favorite shit like I met this group of people and every morning they meet up on the beach they do some breath work they do a meditation they do a run and then they do a beach workout so I did that on Saturday and I'll probably go to it again but I just haven't because I haven't been feeling well I was like kind of unwell for a few days I also went on an ATV adventure, which was an actual adventure. Oh my God. This was my first time going on an ATV and I did not know what to expect, but I kind of expected it to be like riding the ATV on more of a smooth, even surface. I'm not sure why I thought that because ATV literally stands for all terrain vehicle. So lots of terrains involved, maybe not a smooth surface, but that's what I thought. And that's not what it was at all. So we went to this place in Ubud, which was probably about an hour and a half from Chengdu, where I'm staying right now. So we drove there, we get to this place and, um, they, they give us boots to wear and actually they gave us plastic bags to put on our feet like as socks and I'm like okay this is how it's going all right so I put these plastic bags on my feet and I put these boots on and we got our helmet on then they're showing us how to work the ATV and I'm like okay I got this this is gonna be good 
and we're going through like the jungle in Ubud. So then we're getting like ready to like go. And I was first in line behind like the tour guide. And the guy was like, all right, come, come really close. Get your ATV really close to mine. And I'm like, okay, cool. Let me like follow the rules, make sure I'm doing all the things just right. And then he like decided to like hit the gas and spray mud all over me. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why did he just do that, bro? Like, I'm literally covered in mud and we haven't even started yet. Like, we haven't even started the fucking adventure and I'm already covered in mud. Like, it was an actual, like, face mask all over me. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is this is just what it is. It's fine. It's totally fine. I'm, like, flinging mud off of my arms. So I'm like, all right, it's just mud. It'll be fine. I, I don't really enjoy getting, like, muddy or dirty, if you haven't noticed. So then we start. And when I tell you we went across every terrain there is, I'm not kidding. Like, rocks, rivers, up mountains, down mountains, like... It was the most intense experience ever. Like, intense in a way that was totally different than the Kundalini activation. Um, but it was honestly moderately terrifying at times. Like, there was one moment where my ATV and myself were at, like, a 30-degree angle, like, on a fucking, like, mountain. And I'm like, oh my god, what did I do? Like... I signed up for this. I chose to be here. So let me see how I can make it fun. So then I'm like looking around and I'm like, wow, I'm in the jungle. There's butterflies. There's all this beautiful greenery. And then I'm like, holy fuck, I am airborne on an ATV jumping between rocks. Like it was so intense. It was so intense. And then the the dudes thought it was the most hilarious thing to like spray me with mud. Like I mentioned, they did that a few times. Or when we're going through like the rivers to like tidal wave me and then we went through this cave and legit we're in a pitch black cave and <laughs> my tire like got stuck and I like was stuck in the cave and I didn't know what to do it was so so scary then my ATV fucking broke like just quit working and I'm like stuck there in the mud and I get off and they're doing like their mechanic shit and they get it running again but then something popped on my ATV it sounded like an explosion and then they like did a few more things and they're like okay it's good and I'm like excuse me sir it just sounded like my ATV had an explosion and you want me to get back on it I'm like is it gonna do that again like I don't really feel that good about getting back on it so we switched ATVs and then he had the one that broke so when it was all said and done it was actually really fun and I am proud of myself for doing it and I am so glad I did it but I'm not sure I will do it again honestly like <laughs> it was really really intense so those are like the major moments and I've also been meeting a lot of new people and just really adjusting to life here in Bali the other evening I was up on my rooftop and I was chatting with some girls there and one of the girls was talking about you know this guy she's been seeing and how like they're kind of in a relationship but he doesn't want a relationship and then this other chick was talking about you know some guys that she was dating and then they asked if I was in a relationship and one of the girls was like are you single 
And then she kind of paused and was like, oh, or wait, are you in a relationship with yourself? And I was like, yes, I am definitely in a relationship with myself. And then I smiled because in that moment, it hit me. I am actually in the most loving relationship of my life with myself and I am the actual love of my life. Okay, hear me out. Dear dumb bitch, the relationship with yourself is the most important relationship there is. Self-love is not found in external relationships. Relationships are a place to give love, not receive love. When you love yourself, life loves you back. Okay, let's overthink this. I want to start this off by saying that self-love is not selfish. I know, that sounds cliche as fuck, but... It's important to understand this because self-love is not egotistical. In fact, it's actually the opposite. It's not, look at me, I'm so great, I love myself. That's actually conditional as fuck. And genuine love is unconditional. It's loving and supporting yourself always not just when life is awesome and amazing. That's easy, right? Like it's easy to love yourself when you feel good and when everything is going right and life just feels awesome. But what about when you fuck up? What about when you make a mistake? What about when life just feels really, really hard and nothing seems like it's going right? Like how do you treat yourself in those moments? Do you support yourself or do you give yourself a hard time about having a hard time? That used to be me, like 100%. Like if I was having a hard time, I would give myself a hard time about having a hard time, which didn't make my life suck any less, right? Like those are the moments when you truly need your own love the most And those are the moments in our life that we often abandon ourselves because we don't give ourselves the love and support that we need. And so often we say shit to ourselves that we would never say to someone that we truly love and care about. So unconditional self-love is really being willing to witness yourself and to see the parts of yourself that you would rather hide from and avoid. It's being willing to see the parts of yourself that maybe you don't really like. Unconditional self-love is being willing to see and get to know all of the parts of you and accepting all of the parts of yourself and truly embracing all of the parts of yourself. It's feeling your emotions and not judging them or shaming them or avoiding them because it's uncomfortable. Unconditional self-love is having the hard conversations with yourself and getting really honest with yourself. It's having boundaries with yourself and sometimes personal boundaries are the hardest boundaries to set 
and enforce because everything is just more challenging when it's with yourself. And so often the most toxic relationship of all is usually the one that we have with ourselves because the relationships in your life always reflect the relationship that you have with yourself. And for me, I was always seeking relationships to give me love and to make me feel enough, like to make me feel that I I am enough. And in reality, relationships are not a place to receive love. They are a place to give love. I missed that life memo, just like I missed the life memo that not only are you supposed to have a relationship with yourself, but also the relationship with yourself is the most important relationship that there is because it's the foundation for every other relationship in your life. So in case you missed that memo, here's another memo that you might have missed also. I'm going to say it again. Relationships are not a place to receive love. They are a place to give love. So when you have two partners that are loving themselves so much that they then have an overflow of love and they can share that love, that's a healthy relationship. When you have two partners that don't love themselves and they are seeking love from the other person, then you have a very unhealthy dynamic. And that's one of the reasons why I ended up in an emotionally abusive and toxic as fuck marriage. I was so desperate for someone else to make me feel whole and to make me feel like I was enough and to make me feel loved that I tolerated circumstances that were very, very unhealthy. And toxic relationships are often the result of someone who doesn't love themselves taking advantage of the fact that you are willing to love them more than yourself. And I gave my partner all of me to the extent that I lost myself. And I totally abandoned myself in the process. And I thought that was love, but that's not love. That's actually abandoning yourself, which is the opposite of love. It's the opposite of self-love. It's the opposite of love in a relationship. Like there's no resemblance of love in that, but I didn't know, right? Like I didn't know that what's not what love was. I thought giving away your personal power was love. I thought loving the other person more was love, but a healthy relationship is when you love yourself so much that you can share that love with others because you don't get love from a relationship. You give love in a relationship. And when you have two people that love themselves so much that they have this overflow of love to give, then you can have a healthy relationship. But it doesn't work the other way around. Trust me, I tried that. So when I left the emotionally abusive and toxic as fuck marriage, I was committed to my journey of self-love and self-discovery. And that's how I built the relationship that I have with myself today. And the relationship with yourself dictates your life, period. It's the foundation for every other relationship that there is. And your external reality is a reflection of your internal reality. 
And when you love yourself, life loves you back. So not only is the relationship with yourself the most important relationship that there is, but it's also the most intimate relationship that there is. Think about it. Who else can know you so deeply? Who else can experience the depth of who you really are? No one. There is no one that can know you as deeply as you can know yourself. And yet we are often so disconnected from ourselves, but we are always with ourselves. It's the strangest thing. Like we're always with ourselves, but never truly with ourselves. And you can't connect with somebody else if you're not connected with yourself because you can only connect with someone else to the extent that you are connected with yourself. So building the relationship with yourself is one of the most important things that you can do. And that that's how you can be alone, but not lonely, which is such an important concept because that's how you enter relationships for the right reason. If you're entering a relationship because you're lonely or you feel like you need someone else to make you feel loved, then you are always going to be codependent to that other person because you're relying on them to make you feel a certain way. And it's not other people's responsibility to make you feel a certain way. In fact, that's really playing into the victim mindset because you are being controlled by something external to you. So if you are allowing something external to you to control you, you're essentially a victim to it, whether it's positive or negative. So it's so important to cultivate these feelings within yourself for yourself so that you can enter a relationship for the right reasons. And whether you're single or not, you always need a relationship with yourself because you're always in a relationship with yourself even if you have a romantic partner and it's not like this situationship like throuple kind of thing but you always have the relationship with yourself regardless of your actual relationship status so how do you actually fall in love with yourself how do you build a loving relationship with yourself? Well, the first step is that you got to get to know yourself. Think about it. If you just met a stranger on the street, would you fall in love with them? Would you be like, oh my God, I've never seen you before. I don't know you at all. I am so in love with you. Like, no, that's weird as fuck. Like you wouldn't just fall in love with someone that you didn't know. So you have to really get to know yourself and discover yourself, like the real you, not who you think you are, not who other people think you are, not who you think other people want you to be, like the real you, the you without the external parameters that define you, the you without the job title or the status or this or that, like the you beneath all the labels. You have to discover that version of you. Like, what are your values? What do you like? What don't you like? What makes you uniquely you? You have to discover that version of yourself. 
And so often it's not even about learning about yourself, but it's unlearning all of the things that you aren't in order to discover who you truly are. So that's the first step. You have to really discover who you are so that you can actually get to know yourself to then fall in love with yourself. A beautiful practice to get to know yourself is to actually date yourself. In fact, I did an entire episode on dating yourself. This was one of the first episodes that I did actually, like way back in the day when the podcast first started. So I really go into detail in that episode on what it means to date yourself, how to do it, why it's important, but it's a really, really beautiful practice to get to know yourself to develop the relationship with yourself so you can go back and listen to that episode if you haven't already you also have to treat the relationship with yourself like you would any other relationship which means you have to prioritize it so you have to prioritize yourself and you have to prioritize the relationship that you have with yourself because If you don't consider yourself a priority to your own self, then how is anyone else going to view you as a priority? So it's so, so important to actually look at the relationship that you have with yourself as being like an actual relationship and to prioritize it. It's also important to decide what's important to you in a relationship. This is also a really powerful practice to attract healthy relationships and to also build the relationship with yourself because as I've mentioned, the relationships in your life always reflect the relationship that you have with yourself. So decide what's important to you in a relationship. It might be some things like trust, respect, communication, and honesty understanding, passion, fun, like decide what's important to you in a relationship and start to build these aspects with yourself. So if trust is important to you in a relationship, then you need to build trust within the relationship that you have with yourself. If communication and honesty are important to you, then You need to develop communication and honesty within the relationship that you have with yourself. And until you truly embrace and embody what's important to you in a relationship, within the relationship that you have with yourself, you're never truly going to have that in a relationship with another person. You're just not. So really take some time to think about like, what is meaningful to you in a relationship and start to incorporate building those aspects into the relationship that you have with yourself and this takes time it's not going to just happen overnight and that's because relationships also take time to develop like you aren't just going to get married and fall in love with someone that you just met like on the first date so Commit to building this relationship that you have with yourself. Commit to yourself and 
committing to yourself is not a one-time event. It's a choice that you make every single day. And it's a decision that you make to show up for yourself and commit to yourself, even when it's hard, even when you don't feel like having those conversations with yourself, even when it would be easier to just check out and pick up your phone and mindlessly scroll on Instagram than to check in and connect with yourself. But those are the moments that matter most. And supporting yourself when you need your own love the most is really how you deepen the relationship with yourself and reach that place of unconditional love. And that is such a beautiful place to be because when you truly love yourself, life loves you back. That's how you actually transform your life. You transform the relationship that you have with yourself because when you change the relationship you have with yourself, that's when life actually changes. So often we try to change the wrong things. We're trying to change things external of us, but you can't change life. You can't change anything outside of you. You can only change yourself. And when you make those changes from a place of love and you build the relationship that you have with yourself, then life is a totally different experience. And I promise you that it's it's worth committing to. Like you are worth committing to. So start today. Another way to commit to yourself is to join me for the take two stop settling and start living your vision board life masterclass. So this is the free virtual masterclass I am hosting on February 22nd and I will be sharing lots of strategies and tools for you to use to deepen the relationship that you have with yourself so that you can start living your vision board life. I will put the link in the show notes that way you can sign up and I am so excited to share this experience with you. Okay, I'm going to leave you with some journal prompts for you to use to reflect on what we discussed in today's episode. Dear dumb bitch, how would you describe the relationship you have with yourself? How are you putting conditions on your self-love? What qualities are important to you in a relationship? We did it. We made it to the end. As always, I appreciate you sticking with me and listening. If you loved this episode, then it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a friend or two or eight. It would also be super awesome if you take a screenshot and share it on social media and make sure you tag me so I can personally thank you. The best way to support me and the podcast is to leave a review because apparently the podcast platforms really care about that and that's how I can share my message with more amazing people like you. I have some additional resources for you in the show notes, including journaling prompts, a five-step guide to get over a toxic ex, a self-love love language quiz, my contact info, and way more. So go check that out too. Okay, I am done being bossy and I am so grateful to be on this journey with you 
And until next time, I love you bitches so much. Now go love yourself and have the most beautiful day.